Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Message from this committee hearing to Republican senators be astonishingly clear. If you back red flag laws at some reflexive response to some emotion that you have, you betray your voters, you are a traitor to the Constitution, the Second Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, you do nothing to make mass shootings less likely, and you put a target on the back of your constituents to be subject to bizarre proceedings that you wouldn't see in any other type of circumstance that has a profound impact on your rights. And these will be abused. They are being abused. I think there's some that would probably red flag some of your colleagues in the Senate. How long until the conversations about kicking Senator Hawley off of aircraft turn into conversations about taking his guns away? See, this isn't just about guns. It's about power. And what the Democrats want is to ensure that the government has the power to take your guns away without giving you due process. And shame on any Republican in the Senate that would pave the way to that type of deprivation of our liberty and our constitutional rights. I yield back to the gentleman from Arizona. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? My name is Wayne Dupree. We are live. It is a beautiful, I, I guess it's a beautiful. I hadn't even been outside today. Um, let me introduce the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, everybody. It's hump day. I, I am going bald, am I? <laughs> it gets better. No, no. <laughs> Wayne just well, had a realization. Well, yeah, I, 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 I got it. Let me introduce uh, Mr. G.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, top of the afternoon, everybody. Hope hope everybody's having a great hump day so far. Basically, basically what um, y'all just heard, y'all just heard Matt Gates uh, speak on the red flag laws. This, this is something that we are really, uh, you know, you know, when I left the Democratic Party and I joined the conservative movement. One of the things that I liked about the conservative movement, or I thought I liked about this conservative movement, is that they were strong on their convictions, or at least the people that were talking. I mean, Andrew Breitbart was strong on his conviction. Most of the most of the people that I listened to were strong on their convictions in what they believed 
um, going forward for the country. Uh, Matt Gates is he has strong conviction about the red flag laws, and so do we here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. If you are for in any aspect, if you are for, if you support, if you defend red flag laws, number one, part of the Constitution, you shouldn't be even be in office. Am I right? Per the Constitution. 100% shall not infringe. You yep. should not be in office. Or, I mean, and, and, and for those that are in office and they are backing them, defending them, supporting them, you are being a traitor to the American people, to the country. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, you might have got into Congress or got into the government through the back door with those beliefs. But hopefully, hopefully, we have many more Second Amendment uh, um, uh, supporters on the ground that will vote you out whenever they get a chance. You know, Matt Gates again. Matt Gates, uh, and you know what, you're Higgins guy. <laughs> Where I'm have sheriff. I seen him before? He was, I, a, I, sher- he was a sheriff. Remember that? Is that commercial? him? Yeah. Oh, you know with, what? With the 10 gangbangers down in Louisiana, wherever the hell he was. Yeah, that's him. That's him. We will hunt you down. You got into Congress. Oh, my God. Okay. Yesterday when I was listening to him, I was like, listen here, both. I was like, wait a minute. He sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that? Remember the guy, the black guy that came out to the town hall meeting about guns, about the Second Amendment? About I'm a citizen. I'm not a the AR-15s. He's a uh, lieutenant. He's a lieutenant governor down there now. Um, in, in Louisiana or South Carolina? No, in Virginia, I think is it Virginia? Okay, Virginia. Um, yeah. Robinson, right? Robinson, yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might be South Carolina. I don't think it's Virginia. Yeah, I think it's South Carolina. Yeah, he's a lieutenant governor. He's <laughs> yeah. That stuff yeah. matters, man. Yeah. Red flag laws, man. I mean, they they aren't to be played with. They aren't to be trifled with. Um, and here's the thing: there, there are because people out there that think yeah. that if I mean, that if if you're on our side, the red flag law you can make red flag you can make red flag laws work for you. What do you think about that? I think the Constitution is in place to protect us from these people. For you to just give them, you're you're giving the 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 authority to come in your house and take your gut your constitutionally protected guns. You're giving that to people that forced you to take a jab. You're giving that people that still have not shown up to East Palestine, Ohio. Right. You know these are these are the people that you're trusting. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Well, and I think <clears throat> there's a lot of folks that are asking like, what's a red flag law? Essentially. What a red flag law is, is it starts out where they ban people from being able to buy guns for mental issues, those sorts of things. Um, but the problem with them is, is that the government, I don't know if you guys know this, the government has no limiting principles. And once they start banning things, they never stop. And that's the problem is if you say like, oh, yeah, somebody coming out of a mental institution, they shouldn't have a gun. Well, then all of a sudden it becomes, well, somebody who's a little deranged shouldn't have a gun. And then it's, hey, did you see Wayne Dupree tweeted about we might need to overthrow the government? 
Right. And that's where it goes. And we've seen it time and time again. You know, that's why freedom of speech is 100% freedom of speech. The only thing you can't do is say something that's going to cause somebody else direct physical harm. And red flag laws, they are the ultimate slippery slope. Because I tell you what, as soon as we start putting them in place, even with the most benign intentions, it's just oh. a matter of months or years until... Until all of a sudden they're like I say, we we could say something like, like, I I think we need to take to the streets and they could say, oh, you're an insurrectionist. Yeah. yeah they, they, it's not like these these laws aren't there. They're already in place in places right. like Florida. Yep. And, yeah. and what a red yeah. flag law is, it's not as much about bans. It's about a red flag goes up that I call on the phone and say my neighbor is beating his wife. Right. And he's got guns over there and they come to the house. Yep. And take your guns with no, no trial, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, it's a confiscation uh, technique, and it's it sucks. You know, um, yeah. I, I I was just talking about Mr. Higgins just a while ago. I'm just Clay. <laughs> Sheriff. I gotta I gotta give it to I gotta give it to him. Um, <laughs> we love this guy. <laughs> I gotta give it to Louisiana, him. Mr. Higgins is now recognized. Mr. Higgins. Thank you, Madam Chair. Commissioner Gramaglia. Looking at your your presented statement, sir. Say so you support confiscating guns from individuals determined to be a threat to themselves or others. Determined to be. <laughs> so by this legislation my colleagues are putting forth. My understanding of the of the letter of that law, which I 1,000% oppose, as would our founding fathers. The letter of that law says an anonymous tip from a citizen. So if this was law, Commissioner, would you confiscate, would you go to your neighbor's home and confiscate his legally owned weapons, a man that was not under criminal investigation nor under arrest? Would you do it? The red flag laws would. That's a yes or no, brother. I got five minutes to make an hour and a half statement here. It's more than a yes or no answer. We'll move on then. If you you cannot say yes, you would confiscate weapons from an American citizen that was subject to this law that my colleagues intend to push through this Congress, then you, and you said in your statement that you would confiscate those weapons if an American was determined to be, your quote, a threat to themselves or others. According to that law, determined to be is defined by an anonymous tip that an American citizen a threat to themselves or others. You're a police commissioner, a thin blue line brother, sworn to uphold the Constitution. Yeah, you're no. saying you'd see those weapons. I see that as a problem. I'm going to bring us back in time to World War II. Damn. American population, 140 million. 15 million American men came home from World War II with deep scars and significant skills. They bore the invisible wounds of war. There was weapons everywhere. We'll talk about mental challenge. My father was one of those men who was a Navy pilot in World War II. He came back from the war and built his family on the seventh of his eight children. I was born in 1961. Me too. We had guns everywhere. 
There was virtually no regulation. Any child in the 50s could buy a weapon from any seller if daddy sent them with the money. We didn't have mass shootings. It wasn't until 1968 in America that serial numbers were even required on weapons sold in this country. You order weapons through the Sears catalog by the mail. Mm -hmm. 19, in the 70s, I attended a high school, large rural school. Virtually every vehicle in the parking lot was a pickup truck. And almost every one <laughs> had a rifle or a shotgun on the back glass and a pistol in, under the seat. And we didn't have school shootings. 1979, I began college. One of the jobs I had to work my way through college was as a carpenter. We restored historical buildings. We had to determine in the process of that work what was the original cuts of these, these homes, residential homes built 75, 85, 100 years ago. You could tell by the saw cut if it was a mechanical cut, an electric cut, or a hand cut. By such observations, we knew exactly how that house was originally built. And to my amazement, as a young man, beginning college in Louisiana, working, to my amazement, you know what I discovered, Madam Chair? You know what these houses did not have that were built 100 years ago in cities in America? You know what they did not have, Commissioner? Locks. 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 I ask you all, what happened to that country, man? A country where homes were built in cities with no locks. A country where guns were everywhere and virtually not regulated at all. Where millions of Americans, 14 million Americans came back. It's 11% of the population at the time after World War II with incredible skills of war and weapons of war, as you called them, everywhere. But we didn't have mass shootings. Mm -hmm. And here we sit today, where an entire once proud Democratic Party is pre presenting unbelievably unconstitutional laws to press upon our nation. And we have a police commissioner that says he would go home to home and confiscate legally owned weapons if he got a tip. Madam Chair, I yield my speech, but I will not yield my opposition to these unconstitutional laws. The gentleman's time has expired. Why doesn't McCarthy shut that down, can he? Pelosi would have never let something of ours come up like that. What, red flag laws? Yeah. I mean, Pelosi would have, but if, if we would have had a like a ban abortion bill or something, she would have never let it come under the floor. Yeah. McCarthy, well, you gotta get, there, cause there, I guarantee you, there's some Republicans that'll cave. Yeah. Yeah, there's some Republicans right. that are Democrats that will freaking cave. Yeah. Well, and that's a problem. Every time there's a mass shooting and they plaster it all over the news, everybody's like red flag laws, red flag laws. Even like that, that uh, Michigan State shooting. If you notice, that came out and everybody was getting all hot and bothered about felon. it. Convicted yeah. felon on gun charges. Mm -hmm. Well, he wasn't a felon because the leftist prosecutor plea bargained it down, so he didn't get a felony conviction. The crime that's why was he was a able to buy a, a gun. The, the right. crime was a felony. The Soros DA, which yep. is something else that we got to deal with, too. And this is all, all of this is on purpose. 
Right. Every one of these mass shootings is all on purpose, and it's all yep. directly related to what he was just talking about. Yep. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And he's right, man. He's right. There wasn't any problems back in the day. Yeah. Well, and he brought up a good point, too. A lot of these red flag laws they're talking about. If I call the authorities and say, hey, Hutch is a loon bag. I saw him hitting his wife. Like, they can go take his guns. And yeah, then he's yeah. got to initiate a court process to go get his gun back. That's right. Yeah. And and there's no principle if I falsely report him, there's not nothing to hold me accountable for doing that. So it just becomes another tool of it. Yeah. I'll tell you another lesson. You won't see any support the police signs in my yard. You look at that guy, that cop right there, and that cop's the problem. Yep. He's the problem. It's usually in a big city department where, where the chief is a political appointee mm-hmm. or something like that. But these guys aren't your friends, man. I'm telling you. You can think they are. Yeah. Until yeah, somebody I, makes that call. You know what? I mean, I and not to bash, not to bash police, but to tell you the truth, I didn't learn. I mean, I didn't know for a long time that if they if they pull up and they see people fighting on the street, they can just stand outside in their vehicle until it all dies down. They don't have to stop anything. Police are to draw the chalk line around you. That's what they're for. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm like, wow. I didn't. I didn't really even know that. You know. And I'm not uh, saying it bad about all cops either, but I'm saying right, right. there are cops in leadership positions that are freaking Nazis. I'm just saying. I was yeah. going to say the police tend to remind me more and more of like what's happening with the military, where a lot of the people that move up the ranks and get into leadership exactly. positions, like there's good cops out there that just want to protect their neighborhoods, but then they report to all these knuckleheads that support leftist agendas. And you, you see know, how the media, you see the, the media immediately immediately goes to some victim group or another and against the police. So how is that guy going to do his job if he doesn't feel like he has backing? Right. right. Why and, would you? And look, we saw what happened in, uh, we saw what happened in Baltimore a few years ago when uh, uh, that, uh, the, the um, young black kid um, uh, was killed or um, was, uh, was in the back of the truck or something or whatnot. But um, the uh, the mayor, the prosecutor, uh, the people up, the people at the top, they all went against the police, all yep. of them. And I don't. I mean, maybe y'all have never heard this story, but the police decide many of them start quitting. That's number one. Then they, many of them made the determination, unless it's a life or a death situation, they're not even gonna answer the call. Yeah, they've got entire types of, of, of traffic stops they won't do. I mean, it, yeah. it's, uh, and you're right, they're exiting. I mean, even here in my little town, um, the mayor came out and said, we're going to put more police downtown. And the union, the union president came out, police union, and said, well, then you're going to have to rob them from some other neighborhood because every shift is short. Right. Every single shift is short. Then he came out and said he's going to, put two extra police classes. We'll see if that happens. But New York City lost like 20% or something. I mean, they really lost a lot. In Minnesota, after the George Floyd stuff, both in Minneapolis and the surrounding, there's a lot of urban areas surrounding that. It was really hard to get police. They're horribly understaffed. They're working doubles and triples. And like Wayne said, too, when they roll up on incidents now, they're so hesitant. Like, 
like Hutch said, like they're there to draw the chalk line, man. They're not there to to stop or protect or save. And in some parts, like where I'm at, you have a very active police force that's good and good old redneck boys that make sure they keep things safe, you know. Dave, man, Higgins, I got to I got to watch him a little bit more. I'm I'm really starting to uh, <laughs> really starting to like him, man. I mean, I liked him. I liked him when I um uh, I mean, he's he's bad, man. He, he he's a bad dude when he was down in Louisiana. So, but um back to the red flag laws. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is because Joe Biden is getting ready to give two hundred fifty million dollars towards red flag laws uh, legislation across the country. Uh, this is another probably part of the uh, Green New Deal. I guess I don't know. But um, that, you know that old quote that we've been hearing for the last few years, they're coming for your guns? Ladies and gentlemen, red flag laws is like a ticket. I mean, it's like a, it's like a, a pass to come at you. All they have to do is say they saw you doing something, but I ain't do it. We're going to have to take your uh, gun right now. Well, I mean, well, now, and now, in 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 God's country, in the middle of the country, they going they going, <laughs> come on, take it then. You know what I'm saying? It, come on, you won't take it, take it. Come on, right? But um, for those that for those that are afraid and whatnot, you know, they they might just end up giving up their guns. How many people out there are you just going to give up your gun? You know, I mean, what are a whole lot of people are afraid to say what they believe now? Just think of the people that say what they believe. As a matter, uh, Lauren Southern, uh, Laura Loomer, no, or actually, maybe you brought this up, Jay. Uh, Laura, Lauren Southern, uh, said that uh, her, her parents can't even get Airbnb. Her parents, yeah, we were talking about that Airbnb the other day because. He is in a little message to private private chat up on the right. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's him. That's him. Yeah, that's him. That that's old Higgins right there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Uh, wait a minute. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to get this one. Um, I'm gonna have to I get figured. this. One. <laughs> We're pulling Clay Higgins videos, guys. We love Clay Higgins. We do, man. I gotta get him on the show. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's a no nonsense guy. You know, he looked like somebody that you could sit down and have a beer with, but just soon. As that call comes in, I gotta go, ladies. I gotta go take care of this right now. Right. Um, let me see. This is this is something that uh, I guess I guess he got national attention on this one. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Higgins before he was in Congress. Okay, this is important. Gremlin Street Gang is responsible for hundreds of violent crimes. 
Even though it looks like a movie, this video created by the St. Landry's Parish's office is real. Captain Clay Higgins spoke out in a powerful message to all the suspected gang members that his department is searching for. You think men like these are afraid of an uneducated, 125-pound punk like you that's never won a fair fight in your life and holds your gun sideways? Young man, I'll meet you on solid ground anytime, anywhere, light or heavy. Makes no difference to me. You won't walk away. Look at you. Men like us, son, we do dumbbell presses with weights bigger than you. The police captain taunted and warned the alleged gang members and even called on the residents to help catch the suspects. I encourage every citizen watching this to look into your own heart Damn. and find the American courage that conquers all evil. I implore you to listen to this message and stand up. Take back your streets. Take back your country. Be sure to watch Inside Edition. <laughs> I'm Captain Clay Higgins asking every patriot to stand up Share this video and send a clear message to the world. We're Americans. We'd rather die on our feet than live on our knees. <laughs> oh my God. Mr. Higgins, boy. Yeah. Mr. Higgins. Captain Higgins. Jeez. And look, look, he had everybody, everybody in the department, didn't he? Black, all, white, all the tall, vehicles. short, pants, thin. Yeah, Dude behind him about eight foot tall. Yeah. And it's such a dichotomy if you compare like that, like MAGA, pro-American guy with the soy boys living in the States that are talking junk. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I mean, the, look, the red flag laws are no joke. Um, I, or the certain states that have the red flag laws and like they're florida. not every particular flag. state wayne that has a red flag law oh just florida um mostly democrat states oregon washington nevada california uh new mexico colorado illinois indiana new york virginia maryland and florida Florida. I'll tell you something else they have, too. And I only know this because I listen to police radio all the time. They've got a database of gun owners. Hell yeah. Right. I see an officer call up a, a serial number on a type of gun, and he come back, who owns it? Yep. How's that? That's supposed to be illegal. Wow. It's not. Yeah. Um, well, for those out there that say, Wayne. <laughs> um. Florida doesn't have red flag laws. You got that wrong. You're just saying that because you don't like uh, uh, Ron DeSantis. It's not about liking Ron DeSantis. It's about calling out certain things so that um, certain questions can be answered. Okay? I haven't heard any response to the red flag laws. He's behind them. He supports them. They even got an app for it. App? Yeah. An app or, or holding people accountable just for speech. It really requires incitement or to be a threat. If there is a threat, there are options. Florida's red flag laws can take away your guns temporarily if you made a credible threat. Many, including the governor, are behind it. 
But I just want us to be responsive to that. And um, the vast majority of these incidences have had red flags. The Marjorie Stoneman Douglas report made that clear. So, so I think we need to, we need to identify that and, and, and do something about it. Last week, Florida launched a threat assessment portal for schools and law enforcement to share information which will be confidential. And a statewide app called Fortify Florida allows anyone to report suspicious activity anonymously. In Tampa, Jennifer Holton, Fox 13 News. That's some bull. That, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bull. Ladies and gentlemen, just just think of your ex. That's wrong. That is so <laughs> right. Wrong. That is so wrong. Man in green, suspicious man in green car. Really? That's wrong. That just overrides the Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, and the Democrats are trying to expand it. Okay. They're trying to expand it. Like I said, it's it's in Democrat states and in Florida. You know, uh, Laura, Laura got out here and tried to tell people that it's not what you think down there in Florida. She lives in Florida, y'all. Right. She got she red flagged. Lived. Yeah. Right. She can't. She can't even carry. She can't even carry a gun in in and she hadn't said anything about a gun. And no violent crimes, no None. anything like. She just I mean, herself, even if she just locked herself to Twitter headquarters, that's about right. it. Right. <laughs> you know. But when the eco terrorist locks himself to a bulldozer, like they don't get red flag pinged. You know what I mean? Oh man! Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, not to change the subject, but you just reminded me of something. You know, I was watching television last night, and there was a reporter in East Palestine, Ohio. You know, nobody's there. Like, the citizens are on their own. Yeah. Pretty much. There's no EPA there. That this, And they were saying that it was a big-time Trump stronghold. And they were trying to equate that maybe that had something to do with the no response like if that would if that would have happened in Philadelphia mm -hmm. or Baltimore or some city, it would have been there would have, everybody would have been there. But it's out in this little country town and there's nobody there. They're like that the EPA did come in, but they took over people's businesses. They like occupied their area and they wouldn't talk to the people that live there. Right. It's a, it's a pretty bad deal. Yeah, it's funny with the I, I posted that this morning just to get people's reaction. Like, what would have happened if this train derailment happened near Washington, D.C.? Or, you know, like, would people be back in their houses? You know, and they let everybody back. They're like, oh, no, everything's safe. You're good. Like a day later, doing. like a day or two later. Not, not right. even. I mean, it's like last week. And you know, they're many still of them, pulling hundreds of dead fish out of rivers, too. And many of them, if if you listen to them. Many of them are saying, well, we were told that it was okay. So, you know, we went back. I mean, they're only in there because they were told from right. from the officials. Um, Governor DeWine, I watched him this morning. He was, uh, they, they said, well, okay, well, you know, we're seeing dead fish everywhere, whatnot. What would you do? Oh, I would go back in my house. That's what he said. Right. That's what the governor said. And, you know, they're going to make him look like an idiot. Um, well, I think he is an idiot. He is. No, no, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's he's a Ukraine <laughs> idiot. What's really fascinating too 
when I was going through the the replies on my thread this morning, there was a number of people that were from like 60 minutes away that had heard very little about what happened. And they were like, God, when that first happened, I saw the smoke in the sky. I'm like, what the heck is that? And I, I mean, and the governor should be declaring a federal emergency. FEMA should be in there. All that stuff should happen. But the EPA still has jurisdiction over the guidance for what people can and can't do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I just, Hutch, Hutch got me on this little kick. Uh, <laughs> on Wednesday night, July the 8th, Staley's Market and Restaurant on Highway 71 was broken into and burglarized. The thief smashed the front glass with a large rock, kicked in the office door, and made off with hundreds of dollars in cash. Watch as a man commits his crime. Look at him close. The hooded jacket he's wearing is camouflage. He appears to be light-skinned or white, and he looks to be around six foot tall and thin. Watch how he walks with sort of a lanky gait. <laughs> Stelly's has been a local favorite for decades. The family works hard and is known to be generous. Always with a kind word for friend or stranger, the Stelly family represents Southern hospitality at its best. If you're the man that committed this felony, Look at me, son. I'm talking to you. The sheriff likes Stelly's restaurant, and so do I. The food here is good, and the folks are friendly. We're going to identify you, arrest you, and put you in a small cell. After that, I'm going to have a cheeseburger here with fries and a Coke and leave a nice tip for the waitress. Meanwhile, your next meal will be served through a small hole in a cell door. Because our detectives harvested DNA from the rock you used, and you left a perfect boot print on the door you kicked in. But we won't have to wait on lab results, because you're on St. Landry Crime Stoppers tonight. Congratulations, son. I'm about to make you famous. By tomorrow, 100,000 people will have watched you commit a felony. You will be recognized. And the people that know you don't really like you anyway. So when it comes down to a choice between you and a thousand dollars, they'll take the cash. On behalf of Crime Stoppers, I'm Lieutenant Higgins. If you have any information on this crime, call Crime Stoppers. I love that oh guy. My God. Damn, my guy. Might have messed around with the sheriff's freaking restaurant, boy. <laughs> right. I'm gonna stop and have a cheeseburger, and your friends don't like you anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to watch, ladies and gentlemen. I I guess this is the time when I had stopped watching television. I was just watching stuff on the internet, and every, I mean, I would just look for his his videos because they were so entertaining. But I, because at first I was like, he he can't be real. That this is <laughs> this got to be fake. But no, he, I mean, and you know, he's standing he like John Wade. He got his head on his hip and stuff. I was like, look at this. He got his head on his gun. Right. <laughs> can you can you imagine if um somebody tried to red flag law him? I think you know? that would turn out poorly. You know, that's crazy. But um, you know, did I really I really did want to bring that up about the red flag laws because when I thought that Biden was uh Doing the uh, $250 million. $250 Then I was like, okay, this is this is something that uh, they're going to push this. 
through or try to push it through with Republicans in charge. Uh, unless it's a, unless it's an executive order, you know that I don't know if he can do that. But the way that they do executive orders today, you know, they they really don't need Congress. Yeah. Did y'all see a video with um, a whole lot of kids uh, breaking down guns and stuff? No. Uh, okay. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. What are y'all working on? I'm waiting on there's getting getting ready to be a, a meeting in Ohio at this crash site. And, and I'm not, I don't think this is Armageddon or anything. I think it's a chemical spill and it can be handled. It's going to do damage. It's going to kill animals, probably kill some people, but it's not like a nuclear strike. It's not something we can't mitigate. But man, the government ought to get off their backsides and get in front of it. You know, I, I can't believe every time Democrats are in power, I, I think back to the Gulf oil spill in, in, a, in, a, in the Gulf uh, area and how Obama just sat there as that, as that oil was spraying out of that, out of that well. And it, it seems like that with this too. It's like in the same way, you know, you got to wonder which is the one that's the distraction, you know, because I think that the whole balloon thing, I think that was all made up. I don't think I'm starting to think that was that was to keep the press and it worked off the right. Nord Stream pipeline uh, news because right. that was big news with international ramifications. There's other countries that are looking at that going, "You blew up what?" You yeah, know, you think about yeah. it. That's that's much bigger. And I mean, maybe the initial balloon, but the other ones. You're listening to cockpit radio transmissions they're like that's not a balloon that's a rectangular object or something you know it's like something doesn't smell right yeah yeah i gotta say it's kind of exciting out there in the news right now where there's like three different stories that i see developing the war in ukraine stuff like that's about to get super hot between Nord Stream pipeline russian troop buildup ukraine's doing chemical weapons like that's ready to explode I think the the other one's the train derailment, and this is going to go down. I mean, I think you got chemicals in the rivers, and it's gonna. It's only a matter of time till dead fish start showing up hundreds of miles away, and that's going to be bad. Twenty years from now, we're going to be watching TV, and it's going to be. Did you drink any water out of East Palestine, Ohio? Like you might be entitled to a settlement. So, I think I think those two are kind of dominating, and the sneaky one is the COVID information coming out. More and more people are coming out saying these vacs are bad. There's all this information coming out now about fertility damage. And I mean, it's, I think some of this stuff is just a distraction from that because, I mean, we're talking like military tribunal level stuff once oh, people realize what they did to them. International. I mean, I, I watched that Roseanne Barr special and man, she, I can't believe she said the stuff she was saying on Fox like that. Oh, right. I mean, she was on fire when it came to that. And it's, Again, I think that the train <clears throat> derailment and the pictures and the way the lack of information, uh, again, I grew, when I grew up, I used to go to Lake Erie in the 60s and 70s, and there was millions of dead fish on the beach. It's not the first time that chemicals got in the water, right. and it takes a little bit of time, but this earth, and I'm telling you this from living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, while the steel mills were running, the earth is a giant filter. 
Right. It cleans stuff like you would not believe. We had we had steel mills up and down all three rivers where it glowed orange at night. And where at times before me, I saw pictures of street lights on at eleven o'clock in the morning because there was so much smoke. And ten years ago, it might have been a little more than ten years ago, they held a Bassmasters on the same rivers that had the steel mills twenty five years beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I have I have a lot more faith in the situation. I know it's bad. But I think what you're saying is true. I think that the big stories that we're not talking about are the COVID and the Ukraine. Uh, you know, th- those are two huge ones. And the United States is complicity in it. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the part that, that really, that breaks my heart, that we're, we're on the side that we are. It's crazy. And it's all about I tell, money. I tell you, <clears throat> the, my, my, top two, my top two stories is, Number one is Ukraine because the stories that I mean, there was a story that came out this morning that uh, Russia was holding all of these Ukrainian kids and teaching them uh, guns and stuff and everything like that. Now, I saw a video yesterday. That's the video that I'm getting ready to show you. I saw a video yesterday, but I could have swore with somebody else. I saw that in training, in army training. I, I, the Russians have been doing this for their, with their kids forever. Right. I saw pictures of young Russian kids with blindfolds tearing apart AKs and putting them back together as right. part of our training. Right. But when CNN is getting out there and saying that the Russians have taken Ukrainian kids oh, yeah. and are training them to do this, I saw a video yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, that's China. That's not Russia. That's China. Right. Military school, too. And I learned that when I was in the military, not as a kid. (laughs) <laughs> I learned that when I got in the military, but I mean, that that's, they're pretty good too. I know they are. They, I mean, everybody does that except us. Right. Exactly. 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 When I went to yeah. Valley Forge military school, Valley Forge military Academy, half of the students were from Central America hmm. and there was a hundred from Iran. Hmm. Because they had a sword fight in the middle of the quadrangle. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm serious, too. You know, it's funny, too, because some people are saying, like, oh, that's a sad video or whatnot in the chat. Folks, this is what countries teach their citizenry so that they can continue. Like, we are so fat and happy and spoiled in America for the last 40, 50, 60 years, maybe longer. We yep. just think this is how it is. Yep. And in the that's why the rest of the world hates us. Because of the Second Amendment, because of kind of our geography and our natural resources, we have a certain level of protection. The reason Japan didn't attack us or we weren't attacked in the world wars, because all the citizens had guns. Like, I mean, if you talk to their military leaders, that's why. And, you know, your nation's only as good as your ability to fight for it and protect it. And I'll tell you how far we've gone. You see those kids with those pistols 
I learned how to shoot at a church camp. Yep. At a summer camp from my church is where I learned how to shoot a rifle. Now, if you brought a, a weapon anywhere near that place, I mean, it's the Church of England. It's they're they're lost. Right. They're gone. They're gone. Completely gone. It's you know, I learned. I learned. Um, I learned. They didn't. They didn't teach us guns, but they teach us archery, and they um, at a church camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, remember, I told you I was watching uh, Midway. I was watching Midway, and I sent a message, to y'all, and I was right. like, in watching the beginning of that, the the Japanese told America we're getting ready to to uh, invade China. And we're asking you not to do anything. And America said, "Okay, we're in, I mean, we're in isolation mode. We're not getting into anything. We're going to protect our borders." And you remember, I sent a message. I was like, "Well, Hutch, I was like, why? Why did um? Why did they attack us if we said, you know, that we said? Well, I saw a video yesterday and found out oil, oil. They were low." They were low on resources. Uh, as a matter of fact, they were growing their little empire. They literally were beating Huge the hell empire. out of China. They were they were expanding down. To, uh, they were all the way into um, Africa Burma, too. Burma, East India. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, they. I mean, they were getting big time. Korea. You know? They had to, They had. They occupied the entire peninsula of Korea. Sure, sure did. And, and banned sure the did. Korean language. They had to speak Japanese over there. They still hate the Japanese. Yep. And when I saw that, I was like, okay. So they were growing the empire. And then all of a sudden, like after maybe four or five years, well, three or four years, China start pushing back against them. And then they start, things start leveling out instead of them taking over the resources that they, the, um, the place that they were trying to get the resources from, they weren't getting it from them anymore. So they were like, okay, we go, let's go over here and let's do it. Um, let's do our thing in in the area of Hawaii and all that stuff. And they just they made a calculated mistake. Well, no, it wasn't calculated. They were stupid. They didn't finish the job. They thought, you know, we just do this. We go back. Blah blah. Da 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 da. They didn't know that they they didn't know Americans were following back home and kicked their tail. So yeah, I, I heard stories. If you remember the guy that pretty much enlightened us at the beginning on Ukraine, Colonel McGregor, mm-hmm. I heard him talking about it, and he said that Roosevelt let him in. He I heard that. that they, he said that they they knew they were coming, yeah. but there's no way we were getting into the war just to help England. Right. We had to, something had to happen in order for us to get in the war, and he let it happen. Yeah, that, that Navy was supposed to be in San Diego, not in yeah. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. The, um, what, the, uh, the warships or whatnot were yeah. out. Were Some out. Area. Mm-hmm. They left the, the area. The so carrier did, group, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, as a matter of fact, speaking about carrier. Food for the hungry, clothing for the poor, <laughs> medicine for the sick counseling for the depressed and hope for the lost. Ask yourself, look into your own heart and ponder, what kind of a man would steal from the church on the night of October 30th? An evil presence entered the Catholic Curcia Center 
on Highway 104. The thief smashed through the door, rummaged through every drawer and closet, cleaned out the cash register, and emptied the safe. Imagine the excitement of this demon as he destroyed the property of Christ and stole demon. the hopes of the poor. His soul no doubt suffers the deepest of dismay, the gnashing of his teeth heard in heaven itself. Abaddon, listen well. Silence your abyss and pay attention to me. I'm talking to you now. You think you've captured this soul, driving him to the heights of evil design, stealing from our church, encompassing his life with your lies. But we will capture this man and we will offer him redemption. In our custody, he will hear the word inside of our jail. He will be free, released from the captivity of the pit. If you're that fallen man, please listen to me, sir. Look closely at the Cyclops light you left behind. We know you've used it before on another burglary. And listen carefully, son. We know you've replaced the batteries inside this light. Turn yourself in, son. Your soul is tortured, running from shadow to shadow, sneaking around at night, a slave of the ancient serpent. You're already in prison, a prison of your own design. Turn yourself in. Begin to make things right. Let us help you. Redemption can be yours. Your path to freedom begins in our jail. <laughs> On behalf of Crime Stoppers, I'm Captain Higgins. <laughs> A slave to the serpent. Your path to freedom begins in our jail. <laughs> you live in a torture. You live in torture, man. You live in torture. Louisiana, I, I, I got to tell you, Louisiana, just, just one thing. There's yeah. these things called banks. You should take your cash proceeds at the end of the day and take it to the bank. Don't leave it in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. say it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, um, <laughs> Cap Captain Higgins is, uh, how do you call it? Iconic, I guess. Yeah. Iconic. The way, the way to look that in. Um, but I don't, <laughs> the, uh, I wonder if he has a law degree. He should be the attorney general. Oh, man. Can you imagine him being the attorney general? I bet he does have a law degree, too. Oh, wow. Holy gracious. I don't even know that's, if you need one. That's not even fair. I know. <laughs> you know, that, that's not even super fair. That would be good, though. He ought to be our VP or something. I'd like to see hey, him up a little more. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, launched her Kennedy, campaign. Kennedy came out and said, welcome. Welcome to the race. Um, Senator Kennedy, one of, one of the ones that um, we love so much, Senator Kennedy. He's, he's, a, he's a card. He's a loon. But um, she... Oxford educated. Is, uh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's really educated. He's super smart. I like him. When I'm not, I mean, look, if the if DeSantis comes out, I'm I'm gonna play his too. Uh, we played Trump's, so uh, stop socialism before it's too late. It's weakening America from within. But there's something else 
that's eating away at our national core. On Biden and Harris's watch, a self-loathing has swept our country. It's in the classroom, the boardroom, and the back rooms of government. Every day we're told America is flawed, rotten, and full of hate. Joe and Kamala even say America's racist. Nothing could be further from the truth. The American people know better. My immigrant parents know better. And take it from me, the first minority female governor in history, America oh, is up. not a racist country. This self-loathing is a virus more dangerous than any pandemic. It's a system of a lack of pride in our country and a lack of trust in our leaders. And it ignores the values that have sustained America since our founding. I have traveled around the world and back. I've seen what else is out there. America isn't perfect, but the principles at America's core are perfect. That was Nikki Haley uh, pro, uh, running for the GOP 2020. Man, we are in. We're in that time, y'all. We're in that time. We're here. She's, I mean, how can you trust her? She, she said last year, two years ago, if Donald Trump runs, I am not running against him. Yeah. Donald Trump can't trust her, neither can you. Well, man, we got to tell, you know, we got to tell him, Hutch. She did call him. She did call him. He he said, she called me. DeSantis ain't going to call him. Bolton ain't going to call him. I it's something going on, me. man. It's something going on. I'm telling you, there's, there's, a, there's a house of cards, third... I, she gonna be up on that stage. It's gonna be her. It's gonna be Ron DeSantis, and it's gonna be Donald Trump. And Donald, I can't Trump. wait. <laughs> He's just gonna bulldoze all of them. No, no, no. He no. He gonna watch. He gonna watch her bulldoze Ron DeSantis. She she gonna bring out that red flag law thing and shut him down. She gonna she. Gonna, I bet before Trump says it, she gonna say. You changed the laws in Florida so that you wouldn't lose your governorship if you ran for president. I was going to say, all these guys projecting, oh, Ron DeSantis hasn't declared yet because blah, blah, blah. It is simple. He needs to get the Florida legislature to change the law because if he runs for president, he has to give up his governorship. Yep. He will not. He is so... He, he will not give up the governorship to run for president. Nope. So he he's applying pressure on the legislature to change the law. So any yep. speculation for when Ron's going to declare, when he's not going to declare, it's all predicated on as soon as that law changes, Ron will declare. Oh, he's yeah, doing yeah. everything but declaring. The next day. The next day or right. or before or, or before the end of the week. Probably on a Thursday or Friday. So um, because uh, Thursday or Friday... Oh no, no! Wait, wait, wait! His book is getting ready to be twenty um, eighth. Yeah, at the end of the month, his book is getting ready to be released. 
So the book release, you're going to have a tour. He's going around the country to um, various states uh, and Iowa, New, Ham- you know, New Hampshire type stuff with his book. So, I mean, <clears throat> rain's on the wall, y'all. He's going to run. The, the more people that run, the better. I, right? I think for Donald I, Trump. For Donald yeah, Trump. I, yeah, I, right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because honestly, Bannon calls and, him the Keebler Elves. All the others because of the Keebler Elves. <laughs> he said that all together they couldn't put up a tenth of what Trump has. Right. He's right. He's right. All together. All together. Yeah. They have to borrow to run. He ain't got to borrow to run. Tim he Scott really will does. be next. Tim Scott will be next. Yeah. 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 You know, the, the, the great the great hope. Oh, I heard a, a friend of mine said Sununu. Yeah. Is probably gonna run. Oh, he is. Wow. Yeah. Breitbart is has been um, having him on every weekend, and Breitbart puts a puff piece on these guys every day. Right. Every single day, Breitbart pumps up somebody other than Trump. Yeah, it's disgusting. You know, I like to put a puff piece up on. Uh, Jay, between the hours of noon and three p.m., a burglar broke into this residence on Highway 190 in <laughs> He tried a couple of windows first, bending the screen but found that forcing open a heavy window was too much like work. Finally, he found an unlocked window. Probably happy, knowing he'd be knocking off soon. It's hot in Louisiana in July, and a thief could catch a heart attack having a struggle like that. Once inside, he cooled off in the air conditioning and helped himself to 1,100 cash and a revolver. 10 days later, the man returned to the house and sprayed oil on the back door because everybody knows a lock will just pop right open, almost on its own, if you put oil on it. Well, that didn't work, so he just kicked it in. Inside again, he found the safe, pried it open, and stole 6000 in cash. Banks, folks, banks. Mr. WD-40, you've stolen a handgun and 7100 in cash from this good family. These folks own a local small business and work very hard for their living. A small business owner toils an average of 70 hours a week, every week, in order to get by. They provide a service for our community and jobs for other families. When you steal from folks like this, you steal from us all. Hear me well. (laughs) The treasures of wickedness profit nothing. You're no good. You've ruined your life. Your only chance is to seek redemption in jail. (laughs) Gather your courage. Turn yourself in and seek penance. We'll see to it that you're cared for, and our jail will get you the help you need. Or you can continue on your path to hell. I don't know how much crack $7,100 will buy, but I'm pretty sure it's enough to get dead with. You're fearful, unbelieving, and abominable. You don't have much time. A bell tolls for thee. And your horseman awaits on behalf of Crime Stoppers. You know, the bell tolls for the evil. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I just, just watching him, ladies and gentlemen, just look up, um, uh, let's see, it's uh, Clay Higgins, St. Landry Crime Stoppers. That you'll pull up, you, you'll pull up almost every one of his videos, St. Landry. Crime Stoppers, but that is um, Sheriff Clay Higgins. 
you you yeah you got me on that kick basically because i we remember know watching doing this afternoon you know, yeah i remember watching yeah I, yeah i'll probably be watching these this afternoon right um <clears throat> but ladies and gentlemen there, there's a lot of lying yeah and i know i know it's like beating a god darn horse god darn dead horse there's a lot of lying going on and there's a lot of people that just can't it's not that they can't do anything is that they won't do anything because they're making so much money that they're surviving on it. And I'm not talking about the people in, I'm not talking about the people in DC. I'm talking about the people on social media and the voices in the media. They're making so much money. They can afford to lie and create false narratives so that you, the American people don't even know what's what. You know, mint. I mean, you know, you you got, you got. Uh, I don't know. You got the vice president of the United States talking about it. Electric buses? Oh, they're great. They're great. You a can, USB port in every seat. You can charge your phone on the way home. That's so crazy, man. That's that, nuts. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Um. <laughs> and what what is this? Oh. Uh, I'll keep on. I'll keep on watching this. Uh, but they are still going after Donald Trump. Yes, I played the Nikki Haley thing. Uh, but any GOP nominee, I'll play it. You know, because I'm not trying to tell you who to vote for. I know who I'm voting for. I tell you right now, I know who I'm voting for. I'm I'm voting for Donald J. Trump. I'm going, and I'm still going to hold him accountable, like I did the first time. I mean, I, I wasn't for Syria, <laughs> but I was for the um, the dinner date with G and uh, that that bomb he dropped on at, at Afghanistan as the um, evening as the evening entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and I, I wasn't for um, some of his decisions and getting rid of some of the personnel that he got rid of. But I do believe he should have gotten rid of some of those personnel. Rich, Rich was, Rich was kind of funny because he was told in the vehicle, <clears throat> wasn't he? He was told he was fired in the vehicle. Oh no! What was that, Scarmucci? Either way, I almost forgot. <laughs> there was a lot of really good hiring, firing stories. Yeah, yeah. And, but I, you know, I, I've said on here, he hasn't. He didn't. Ch- He's always been Donald Trump. Period. He's always been Donald Trump. We love. We 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 enjoyed him as Donald Trump. We we. Uh, but if he decides that he's going to step away, or let's just, I'll just put this point out there. Let's say that he's. No no no, I ain't even going to say he's going to lose because, um, Matt, for the others to win. They have to win over MAGA too, right? You, you have to win over MAGA, and if you do Donald Trump dirty, that's why Nikki Haley called Donald Trump. The Sanders is not going to call Donald Trump. I don't think Nikki Haley really wants to be president anymore. I really don't. I think Secretary of State, Vice President, something like that. I think that's what she's going for. I, 
I don't think she wants to be president right now. Because I never cared for her. I never cared for her. I, I just, uh, I always feel, and I got I to gotta say, is I'll, I'll take it right up front. It might sound bigoted, um, but I get nervous. When there's, I, I don't feel like, like there's some people that are, are foreigners, physically foreigners. And yeah. I get nervous that they really have allegiance to this country. When I see what these people do in Congress, I mean, you've got straight up communists in Congress. Right. You know, that are communists because of where they came from. You know, it's like Ilhan Omar is a perfect example. There's somebody that should be wrapped in the American flag. That should be playing the Star Spangled Banner when she comes in the room. I mean, we saved her. And that's the gratitude that you get. I just, it, it's, uh, when I think of the globalist things going on and I look at these other countries that are posturing and I look at how weak we are, how our military is destroyed. Yeah, why yeah. not send somebody in and run for Congress? Right. Yeah. You know, I don't know anything about Nikki Haley. The only thing I know about Nikki Haley is her first name isn't Nikki. I don't know what it is, but it's not Nikki. Yeah. You know, it's Sid Hartha or something. I mean, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I think what's interesting, too, with these candidates, everybody's forgetting the reason President Trump exists in politics is because of well the rhinos the mitt romneys the the uniparty members mitch mcconnell's like all those people are why we have president trump maggie started people, with ross perot right Basically, because of yeah. george hw bush yeah, yep. yeah and all that crowd that's where maggie started right because i was there i voted for him i wanted him to i thought here we go we can finally get rid of these people now it took it. Then the Tea Party came and they co-opted that. Then Trump came and they tried to co-opt him. The only thing is we're starting to figure this out now. That's what's remarkable too. Both right and left threw everything they could at him. Seven years later, idea. he's still standing there. And yeah, that and that's why, like, even when people talk to Santis, and you know, what's tragic is DeSantis could have been like, we need the next up after Trump. Clay you Evers. know, and if he didn't sell out to whatever he sold out to. Yeah, just, I think DeSantis has always been. I mean, you, you, I, I think you guys seen, you've seen the tape how, you know, he 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 worshipped George H.W. Bush. Right. Yeah. And he worshipped Paul Ryan. He wanted to be just like Paul Ryan. That's what the video says. I mean, you can't you can't you, you got to you got to stop pretending, folks, especially yeah. down in Florida. Right. You got to stop pretending. There's a certain thing that's called um, coming, having to come into Jesus meeting and changing the way you are. And then there's a, a thing called political expediency. I learned about political expediency while listening to Sean Hannity for all those years and listening to how people would change their views so they can get elected, so they can become popular. So they can, and we, um, what, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump called out uh, Charlie Kirk. Uh, last week says i mean well n not donald trump but his people said charlie guess what trump's watching you trump's watching you he he's watching you what you're doing with um um desantis and and he basically said that um don jr made him uh <clears throat> if you go back and you look and i know uh many of you probably don't know this but um before donald trump even came on the scene before donald trump came down the escalator charlie kirk was going through a situation uh, NTP USA.
there were a few of those in people that came out that were saying some racist stuff. And he and he fired them. But the question was, how do these people get past your your uh, screeners? Screeners. If I mean they're uh, like one after the other after the other, and then you're gonna fire uh, a young black girl and then hire Candace on the other side of that. You you fired her, but you hired Candace a little bit later to um, after the election was done, and then you start hiring a whole lot of uh, black Americans to the thing. Many saw that as a little cover up about all the people that he had had to fire because they were making racist statements. I mean, they were, they, it's crazy. But Donald Trump, um, one of the uh, people for Donald Trump said, yeah, uh, Donald feels that uh, um, Donald Jr. made uh, Charlie Kirk. And I tell and I can understand why that's there. Because Charlie Kirk had an in with Donald Trump Jr. after he committed to uh, using TPUSA, and there was a college uh, college Republicans website out there too that merged with TPUSA. I can't remember it now, but now that group has separated from TPUSA. College uh, college Republican group has separated from TPUSA. So, look, just be careful. Look, again, I look, you, look, love who you love, like who you like, support who you want. Just do your research. Just do your research. Money, I, m- money needs to be well spent, not idiotic spent. Well spent. Uh, return, re- return on investment. Don't you want to return on your investment? Support the way in the pre-program. <laughs> 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 get fun go i dropped the link support the read the pre-podcast you know we aren't grifting we tell you the truth no but i look it, it's a lot of people like it's a lot of people out there um that are leading y'all the wrong way and we ain't here to do that you know i'm getting ready we're getting ready to leave but um giftsandgo.com forward slash wayne depreciate Gifts, giftsandgo.com forward slash Wayne Dupree Show. We re, um, really haven't had any um, help. Well, um, really haven't had any donations over. But then again, we don't push it. God, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't push it as much as I should. I apologize. But I guess that's me. We have never, me and Hutch have never. And, and, Jason, and Jason is along for the ride now. We we don't want people. Well, I don't know. We don't want people to think that we are here for the money. So it's really not. It's never. It's never really been about the money that we do the show, that we do the podcast. If you look in our bank accounts, probably, and I probably speak for, it, show you that you know. You know, we need we need divine intervention, but it but we're not gonna come on. I, but we're not coming on here begging. At least you know we're not traveling all over the country anymore. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. That yeah. gets that gets expensive. But there, 
<clears throat> if we we're not going to CPAC, but uh, I do want to go to the GOP convention. I I do want us to go to the GOP convention, and that is it. That's going to be in two thousand four. It's going to be in Wisconsin, I think. We're going to need some help getting up there. Um, some cheese curds, cheese curds, yeah. boys. Yeah, baby. Road trip uh, from Minnesota, baby. Minnesota right next door. It is right. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, let's see. Well, you know, you pro- well, we're probably. I'll say, yeah, we all go over to Jr.'s house, but um, yeah, it's a long drive, <laughs> yeah. and and it's probably cold up there too. But um, yeah, we want to go to GOP convention. So you know, if you don't want to get right now, just hold off. Just hold off for about a year and a half. Because um, it's going to be a lot of cheese to get up there. Literally, there's going to be a lot of cheese to get up there. And um, it's for what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday type of thing. Or um, no, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday type of thing. It's like a week. But, you know, maybe we can get an Airbnb and Airbnb oh yeah, a whole lot cheaper. You know, I can cook for you. So, you know, but. And then Speaking you know that. Where's the cookbook, Wayne? It's coming, man. <laughs> it's a lot of recipes. It's a lot of recipes. I'm thinking about just coming out with twenty first. Just coming out with twenty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But maybe we can even do. Um, uh, maybe we can do some broadcasts from the from the headquarters house. When we get up to the GOP convention, Laura Rillin, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Good ideas, but it. But there's one thing that y'all need to know, and and Hutchin and Hutch uh, Hutch has some examples, or he has this one example that he keeps bringing up to you. But uh, when we go, we work. <laughs> we don't play around. We work. We don't we don't we work, Hutch? Oh, many times we were the only ones in the hall. Yeah, we were the only ones broadcasting. It was Saturday, everybody else was gone Saturday. down in the bar. Yeah, on Saturday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, got a lot of good got a lot of good interviews that way. Yeah, we did. And there's one thing that I learned early in my conservative career was um, after that first year, after trying to run in and getting pictures and everything and stuff like that. I was like, I want to know who's working these things. I want to know the behind the scenes people. I want to know, you know, because you get in good with behind the scenes people, they'll remember you every time that they do. Uh, we uh, we went to a conference in Washington, D.C. a few times. Got in good with them. I got in good with, uh, you know, I, at the time when, when I knew the people at CPAC, they hooked us up, you know. CPAC has a little turnover issue thing right now. So <laughs> just a little. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, you know, we still the on the GOP convention is where we're focused right now. So um, you know, we look to make we look to make some uh, noise when we go over there. All right. With that said, um we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's our last day of the week. It'll be our Friday, your Thursday. And uh, we hope that you enjoy the show. Please comment, like, and share. 
comment, like, and share. Like, comment, and share. Share, comment, and like. Share this podcast on your timeline. And don't think somebody else is going to do it, and you don't do it. Everybody do it. Okay? Even, um, has Watchcar been in the chat today? Carl? Was Carl in there? Carl called in sick. Did he? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, you know, we're we're here. We're here for you. We are your voice. You know, you let us know what you want. Somebody has somebody asked a question, y'all, too. Uh, I will pull it up. But uh, Jared, what you working on? You know, well, first, Wayne already said it. Like, comment, share, folks. It's free and easy to do. Uh, helps us get reach in the uh, big tech algorithm. Um, and really, the two things I'm kind of digging into is, one, this Ukraine stuff, because I'm hearing reports of troops amassing at the border, and it looks like things are, are about to get wild. Well, and so it's really hard. I mean, it's fog of war, so you don't know. Or, yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah Russia's yeah. building up troops, Ukraine. It's That's getting ready to get really hot really fast. And then the the other thing I'm really digging into is there's a lot of independent journalists on the ground now in East Palestine, and my prayers go out to them. I hope that it ends up not being as bad as they're saying. I, I mean, it sounds like like even like Glenn Beck was talking about sending people out to do water tests and that kind of thing. And we all have to realize it's unprecedented the amount of chemicals that just leaked. So nobody knows what any of this stuff's going to do. So um yeah, I feel terrible for those folks, and and I feel really worse that it's not been covered. And I think the reason is when you get the train company that's owned by BlackRock and Vanguard, like you know, always follow the money. So, but yeah, that's that's where I'm spending my time today. Um, the question was from Doris Shipley: Can you tell me if the crap from the East Palestine wreck will affect the rain and drinking water in the southern states? Does anybody know anything about that? If it goes, if it gets into the Ohio, it will. And they're yeah, saying but, it is. Now, I don't know how they're saying that in another, however much time goes by, days or whatever, that you're not even going to be able to detect it in the water. It's going to be, I forget the word they used, uh, but diluted or whatever, something, yeah, to where you can't measure it in immeasurable or something, um, that it's so dissipated because there's so much. Ohio is one of the biggest rivers in the world, right? You know, that's a big river, so it's a lot of water. I, I hopefully. The thing that gets me about that thing and the thing that ought to be pissing people off, a couple things. One, nobody's talking about that freaking axle. Why did this thing derail? I want to know why, who, what, where, when on why this train derailed. And the other thing is you ought to be pissed off at the federal government. And I'm not really sure about Ohio state government because you don't, when you see these independent reporters out there, they're by themselves. Yep. There's no, there's no trucks with lights on or, or nothing. Where, where's the government? This is what government's for. Right. That's what well, it's an me. interesting spin, too. People are trying to spin it back on Trump with deregulating. Yeah. Put, put this in your pipe, though, everybody. We just had a rail strike. That's right. And the re, one of their primary issues was they said they didn't have enough maintenance people. They didn't have enough mechanics. They weren't mm-hmm. able to monitor this was preventable. And when Joe Biden forced the railway workers to go back to work, like that was his opportunity to fix it. Yeah. You got one, one guy in these trains is what they're trying to get to. We're up. We have two right now. 
two guys with laptops, a conductor and an engineer. Uh, that's that's not enough. Nope. No, it's not. It's not. How's he they supposed to know that th- that axle's on fire? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, when I look at the people that are being interviewed and stuff, I really feel sorry for them. I really do, because they don't know, and they should know. You know what? As a matter of fact, they're saying that. Um, well, I heard the report this morning. Yesterday, I said that these states or these towns should know when something goes through and whatnot. I guess there's something in place to they let know. towns they know. know. They know. Okay, there's so man, I didn't know manif- that. There's manifests. There's all kinds right. of stuff. I heard a railroad guy talking about it. Okay, okay. And, okay. and he was, a matter of fact, it was one of those one of those independent journalists was the one that said it. He said, hey, they, all this is, it's all documented. They know what's on every car. They have to. Yeah, yeah, they got that's the why, that's why I say, where are they? Right. Why aren't you calling out the freaking army or whatever? Why aren't there government bulldozers over there? It's been no. a week. <coughs> there was a uh, so-called, I don't know if that's right. Jay, Jay, did you hear about a chemical spear in Arizona too? Or- yeah, there was a tanker that blew up and it had a one mile radius. A truck uh, crashed into it. What's that? A truck crashed into it. Yep. It wasn't a derailment, but it was a spill. It was a spill. Well, and it was a big spill, too. I mean, they had yeah. a, a lock-in-place order. So, I mean, you don't want to be conspiratorial, right? This is, I mean, honestly, it, it's not a conspiracy if it happened. This is crazy. Right. I mean, talk about incompetence. I mean, or 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 sabotage or something like that. But, you know, this is, this is starting to get out of hand. You're shooting at unmanned drone you know uh you got a president that is keeping classified information from 1974 you got a ukraine you got your russian army 500,000 going up to 500,000 and listen you just don't put 500,000 people on a border just to show <laughs> strength you, not a parade you, you got damn yeah. fools damn fools in congress trying to tell you there's going to be a spring offensive <laughs> when the ground's frozen right now, right? There's going to be offensive today. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Hutch. We're going to wait till it gets all muddy and then yeah. try to drive tr- tanks through Cause it. Because that, that never happened to anybody in Russia before. Right. No, exactly. Right. Right. They, I mean, you know, I was watching. Um, uh, um, I was watching the uh, one of the people from CNN talk about it. They were like, uh, "This a last this." Last last ditch effort for them loading up people at the border, and it it looks like they're getting ready to do something, but they really aren't because the Ukrainian. I was like, I cannot believe that y'all are telling y'all people this. And there's still uh, people with Ukrainian flags in front of their house, right? Uh, I mean, this is not this is not uh, witnessing very well for our intellect. <laughs> We man, I'm telling you, we got stupider, man. We got stupider. Well, and which general was it that came out and said, "Oh, Russia's already lost. It's just a matter." Was that I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I yeah. saw that video. I'm like, you're making my head hurt. Oh. <laughs> the Justice Department had decided not to charge GOP Representative Matt Gates. Shocking. And sex up. trafficking investigation. There you go. All right. 
was a gunman who killed 10 in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, he got rushed in. Um, he got rushed in the courtroom. He was trying to say, I, I know what you understand. And that made a family member jump over. To, uh, you don't know what you really understand. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. Download the app. It's in the app store. Send us a message. Send us a question. If you have a specific question or whatnot, send it to us. We'll answer it right on the show for you. Well, I, I promise we'll answer it right on the show. If you already have the app, click on the menu, send team a, a message or however it, it says on there, and we'll, we'll take care of it. Um, I leave you in the bosom of Sheriff Higgins. Burglaries <laughs> took place in the Law Tail area. Detectives believe one man is to blame. We're looking for an unidentified white man with long hair on a bicycle. The items he stole were small enough to fit in the backpack he was carrying. One burglary took place at a residence on Prairon Highway. The thief stole a 45 caliber handgun from the console of the victim's truck. The deranged bicyclist also broke into this home on Diane Drive in Lawtel and stole equipment used by tattoo artists. Mr. Bicycle, if you're not busy pedaling away from a crime scene somewhere, listen to me. I'm talking to you now. What exactly is your major malfunction? Are you a drug addict? We can fix that in jail. Are you an alcoholic or a gambling addict? We can fix that too. Behind the bars of the St. Landry Parish Jail, we can address all your issues. We can help you turn things around, help you become something more than a wild man on a bike stealing from hardworking folk. We can even help you earn a high school degree. It seems to me from where I'm standing, jail is your very best option. Or you can keep breaking into homes, stealing and robbing, a petty thief running from one shadow to another. Wild man, you can't pedal away from your life of despair. You're wasting away from drugs and alcohol, and you know it. I'm offering you a choice, a renewed life behind bars, or a slow death surrounded by your own demons, a tortured soul on a bike ride to hell. Turn yourself in, sir. Let us help you. On behalf of Crime Stoppers... You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till 1. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.